listening to the Freewheeling Podcast. My name is Abby Mickey. Today, we have a chat with SD Works young Scottish writer Anna Shackley and Amy Jones, our Freewheeling regular co-host. The two of them chat about Anna joining SD Works, having Anna Vanderbregen to learn from, and Anna Shackley's goals for the future. But before we dive into that conversation, this episode is brought to you by Zwift. Zwift is an incredible online training tool where you can ride in nine virtual worlds any time of day or night. I personally have been using it a ton to get a little bit of fitness while pregnant, which is amazing. I can jump on it whenever I have time away from work. Heck, don't tell my bosses, but I can even ride when I'm working. There's a load of different options on Zwift from specific interval training sessions to group rides. I did a group ride over the weekend with Sir Chris Hoy. That was really fun and a USA Cycling ride on Wednesday. So there's something every day, all hours of the day. No matter what your training goals, you can always find some way to achieve them using Zwift. Thank you so much to Zwift for sponsoring this episode. Let's dive into this conversation with Anna Shackley. If you want to read a little bit more about Amy's conversation with Anna and Anna's career, head on over to cyclingtips.com. It's a great website and read the full story that Amy wrote on the site. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. You're not a fan of the snow? Um, I used to like snow when I was younger and then the more you cycle, the less you like snow because it's not fun to ride in. Yeah, that's true. It's not ideal riding conditions really, is it? <laughs> so... I guess let's just start with a little bit of background on you. Yeah, where you're from, how you got into the sport. Um, yes, so I'm from, it's a town called Guy in Glasgow. And um, I think I probably started cycling, well, like racing when I was six. And I started doing cyclocross and mountain bike. And my dad coached at my local club, the Glasgow Riders. And um, I just went along to that. I did cycling in the morning and then ballet in the evening. So I just started out with that. And then I was pretty, pretty shit when I was younger. <laughs> and But I really enjoyed it. And I always loved going to the races. And when you went to the cyclocross races, they gave you bubble hats, which I loved. So that's <laughs> what kept me in the sport. And then as a junior, I improved a little bit and I got on the Scotland programme, which... It was the first time I had a coach and that helped a lot. And then the year after I got in the British programme and then from there, everything started going quite well. And I managed yeah. to my team that I am on now. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking as if like you've got an extensive sort of life story to give me here, but you're only 20 <laughs> years old. So I guess there isn't that much yet. Yeah, the grand um, is 20. <laughs> um, so I'm guessing, was that um, was it the track programme you were on? Yes, it was a mixture of both track and road. And so I've done track since I was about 10. And it was the same on the Scotland programme. It was very track focused as well. And then when you're on the British programme, it's all about team pursuit on the track, which um, I wasn't the best at. So they kind of very quickly were like, "Mm, I think you're more of a road rider. So then (laughs) I always 
always wanted to become a professional road rider uh, rather than on the track. And do you still do any cross or mountain bike or is that? Oh, when's the last time? I probably did cross. But last time I raced cross was about three years ago, but I still go out on my cross bike, my mountain bike when I'm home, but haven't raced it in a while. Just for fun now. Yeah. And plus cross has got really intense now. Like everyone has free bikes when they go to races and it's very, whereas when I started, it wasn't as big. So it was a bit more of a, a fun little race to go to. Whereas now I feel like I probably have to properly train for it. Ah, uh, yeah. You have to take it a bit more seriously than... Yeah. Fair enough. I guess, I mean, one discipline is enough, not like let alone two or three. So yeah, because the girls all, a few of our, my teammates do cross and it's such a, like a long season to on the road. And then when you're like the winter's meant to be like base miles and just building back up your endurance. And then you have to try find some race fitness to do basically an hour full out with like max heart rate and so it's a, maybe a bit of a disruption to your season as well. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, when do you rest? <laughs> when do you have some time off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so you're on the British programme, you were doing some track and road, and then you signed for SD Works this year. How did that come about? Yeah, um, so my coach from the British programme, Emma Trot, kind of put me in contact with Danny Stam the DS of Team SD Works. And I think it was over the lockdown, the first big lockdown in 2020. And he, I think, what was it? He was looking at my training and maybe a few of my race as a junior and like my power files. And he was just talking them like, oh yeah, we'd like to offer you a contract. And I was like, ah, yeah, this isn't happening. And he kept saying, he's like, oh yeah, I'll send it through. I was like, ah. No, he won't send it through. And like I didn't really tell anyone at all until I properly signed the contract. And this all happened so quick. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to be a professional writer. So, yeah, I don't know. It was just quite a, a mad experience for me. And I did it in, it was June of 2020. And like, I came to World Champs that year and I kind of had a bit of a moment where like, They've never seen me race before properly. I'm a bit worried that I'm going to do shit here and they're going to be like, mm, we don't want you. So that was quite an intense moment for me. But you'd already signed the contract, crucially. No? Yeah, I already said they had me for at least three years, so it's fine. Yeah. But it all turned out well anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So actually, how does it, how, how is it being a young rider on such a big team, especially obviously this year you had Anna van der Breggen in her final year as a pro. Next year, she's going to be a DS. Like, are you learning from people like her? Is it intimidating? What's it like? Yeah, so I've never really found it that intimidating on the team. Like, it's very, everyone's so easy to approach and it's a very, like, respectful environment in a way. Like, I don't feel so much younger than my teammates and a lot of them, I'm not, like, because there's quite a few of us at varied ages, I feel like we're all kind of pretty, I don't know, it just feels like we're all the same age and in most cases. So, yeah, I've never felt too intimidated and everyone's really always eager to give you advice and if you need, need it and, like, any help. 
and especially Anna I find really like approachable as well so it would be quite nice to see her in a DS role next year. Yeah actually so it's interesting you say you all feel the same age because I was actually going to ask you about sort of you and Neve Fisher Black being the two kind of young youngsters on the team and you guys have been like at the front of races doing an amazing job for the team all year um I was going to ask if you guys kind of stuck together a bit or yeah so we we quite often room together and I don't know about Neve but I always really enjoy rooming with Neve and I think we also have quite similar sense of humor so I always quite like it and yeah so I I don't know I feel like it's also quite nice to just have someone who is basically the same age as you because you can talk about stuff like you have more um stuff in common outside of cycling which is quite nice yeah so yeah but it is quite nice being one of the younger ones in the team because you don't have as much pressure and you have a lot more room to mess up as well which is always quite nice that is true you haven't got the weight of being a former world champion on your shoulders just yet anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so as well as riding for a team like SD Works this season, you also went to the Olympics as the only support rider for Lizzie Dagnan. What was that like? Yeah, that was also a very mad experience that I never thought would happen. Um, yeah, it was, it was also very strange with COVID because it was pretty strict rules and like, I don't think we really got the full Olympic experience because we did just sit in a hotel room for two weeks other than riding. But um, I still get to say that I went to Olympics, so I can't really complain. And yeah, it was really good racing for Lizzie as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Own it. You still went there. You were, you're an Olympian now. You can say that. Um, <laughs> but um, and also in terms of being in the race, um and the way it panned out um what was it sort of like experiencing that firsthand and what was it like in the peloton was there really the confusion everyone says yeah so it was one of the weirdest races I've ever done and it's also a very strange race in the fact that half the peloton isn't there because it's such a small bunch like there was only I think 60 of us so it was quite weird in like a lot of the really good riders weren't there and the teams were really small like there was only two two from the UK so yeah it was a bit strange and it's also I think the heat affected everyone a lot because like people would attack and it wouldn't be as such a big punch as it normally would so I yeah and I, I will admit I do not like riding in that that heat not the best experience yeah a little bit different to Scotland eh? <laughs> yeah yeah I think I'd take the rain and the wind any day over that yeah yeah I think I'm inclined to agree there to be honest um so I guess would would you say that was your high, highlight of the 2021 season or is there another moment that you would pick as the best Ooh. see I got asked this question the other day and I find it quite hard thinking of like one standout moment but I, I don't know if that would be maybe the highlight of my experience. Um, I think, actually, maybe it's just because it's one of the most recent, but I really enjoyed going to British Champs this year because it was also my first British race in nearly two years. And it was such a 
good environment like every single British rider was there and it felt like Covid didn't exist and it was such it was so nice seeing people that you hadn't seen in years so I think that would probably be one of the better moments of this year it was also a few days before my off season so I was quite happy (laughs) one last hit out before you get to chill I mean you also won the under 23 time trial championship there so yeah that was quite good actually I did enjoy that and I think it's made me really want to also focus a bit more on time trials next year and see how that goes um because with Olympics we managed to get um do quite a lot of testing and get quite a good position for me on the bike um so yeah I'd quite like to see if I can maybe become quite a, a good time trialist I'll see though don't know how that'll go well, I think I think you're doing yourself a bit of a disservice because I'd say you're already a pretty good one by the looks of your results sheet. I I was just kind of before this interview having a look and I mean in the women's tour you came ninth, was it in the individual time trial there? Yeah, so um, that was also that was quite good actually. And it, I actually really liked that course because it was nice and twisty and technical. So I think that helps quite a lot. And it was nice because I had my DS in the car. Like, I'd be tired, kind of wanting to ease off a little bit. It'd be like, pedal, faster, faster, faster. So I find having someone in the car helps a lot when they're shouting and screaming at you to go keep pedaling. <laughs> I mean, is that something that you've um, spoken to the team about is focusing on time trials? Or do you have that kind of conversation or...? Um, so we haven't really discussed that as much. We discussed what races I'd like to do. And yeah, I think it's more something I'd like to see. Cause I have no idea how I'll be next year. And it'll just be good to see um, how I go in each race. And usually the time trials are in stage races, so which are usually a bit later in the year anyway. What's your favourite kind of racing um, other than time trialing? You know, I guess you're more of a climber type rider um do you enjoy stage racing yeah I do quite enjoy stage races actually um they're always a bit more exciting and they're just a little bit of a different race because you always have to think about like the bigger picture in every stage which I quite like but I think I probably do still prefer one day races because they're a bit more of a just hit it out as fast as you can um and so on that note I guess what are you looking forward to next year most I mean there's the obvious every every single person has given me the same answer to this which is the Tour de France (laughs) I wasn't actually going to say that okay I really look forward to racing the Giro next year oh right okay that is a different why is that why it's a race I always um well I always watch the men's and quite often the women's is quite hard to watch the coverage isn't the best but it's always been a race that I really really wanted to do and we've had the Giro for quite a while now so I think it's quite a nice race to represent in as well hopefully we can actually watch some some of it this year (laughs) yes I remember watching the coverage last year and a lot of it was just the finish line at the top of a mountain for about yeah. an hour, which is not the best. Yeah. But hopefully the coverage... Yeah, it's a real shame. 
Yes, hopefully. Um, And so you just got back from training camp, is that right, with the team? Yeah, Um, just back from Spain, which is a change. Oh, it was really nice being on team camp as well, and I kind of didn't realise that I quite missed a lot of my teammates, so it was nice seeing them all. And team camp is so easy as well. You just cycle like you kind of makes you realize how good a job you have you get to go to a warm place in the sun cycle all day come back and Shara's made all this amazing food you just get to fill yourself up it's quite good life yeah I bet it it makes a huge difference having um a team nutritionist or team chef to hand yeah I think it's it's a really good thing to have and also she she gives us so many recipes as well especially for ride foods which is always so much nicer and she helps a bit with nutrition and it it's just so much easier when you come back from a ride and the food's already made and like we all help out as well helping her cooking yeah she's a very she's also a very lovely person to have around yeah and I mean I guess she knows um all about what you guys are going through because she was a rider herself so that must be a nice perspective yeah, as well. yeah. I'm assuming you met your new your two new teammates for next year on camp Lotto Kopecky and Marlon Rosa yeah so it was really nice meeting them and it's it's always strange and how quickly you'll get to, when you're living with someone for two weeks at a training camp it's strange how quickly you get to know them quite well so Anyway, it was very nice meeting them and we have two new very quick um, teammates, which is quite nice. And it's also um, where I properly met Blanca as well, which was quite nice. Another young one for the crew. Yeah, <laughs> we're building them up. <laughs> um, and I guess you got your new kit on camp as well. Yeah. Um, just to blend in with the rest of the Women's World Tour teams for next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've been seeing all the Twitter posts about it and I was like oh we do look quite similar to a lot of teams but at the end of the day it's the UCI that approves them all so yeah we'll see yeah but because we had a few issues this year where we looked quite similar especially to Liv so we'll just have the same issues next year but yeah one last year this yeah. year it was purple and now it's this like pinky faded yellowy pink yeah <laughs> it's quite funny it makes my job our new bike very nice though I do admit yeah I really do like the new bikes and did you also on camp did you have um new bikes and bike fits and all that kind of, is that did you do that on this camp or is that for yes so it was we lots and lots of people from Specialized I walked in there's about 18 people there and we did a lot of filming and shooting so which is probably not my favourite thing in the world. So that was probably the side of the sport where I'm like, ah, uh, it's a necessary, but definitely not a fan of all the filming and then the photography and taking about 100 photos of you in the exact same position where they tell you to move like an inch <laughs> but, and, and doing a few interviews. So I suppose... Sorry. It's, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay um but yeah I suppose because also I missed the first team camp last year so I missed all of that so it was a bit like oh 
I didn't really miss much when I didn't come here but it was also in a way really good to have specialized there because we got a few talks from SRAM and ZIP which is good to find out like more about our kit and why we're racing certain equipment which I found really interesting and then it makes you trust like the equipment a bit more and then it's also um like yeah we got the bike fitting and the shoe fitting which is really good as well and getting some new shoes which is I always love new shoes good day yeah so I guess you were looking ahead to next year as well at the minute um and as someone who's still obviously developing um as a rider I guess it's difficult to say like what goals you have in terms of like individual success but if you could choose kind of one race what would you love to to win or to do well in at least so I think this is quite a few years down the line but I think winning one of the Ardennes classics would be pretty amazing thing to be able to do or even a stage in the Giro I'd love to do that but then for next year I have yeah I don't know because it's a lot of pressure to have your teammates put like they're basically sacrificing their race for you so I I wouldn't want to have that unless I'm sure I can pull off a result for them so we'll see how it goes with that in mind then what would you what are your goals next year then to just continue like you are yeah I think yeah I think they're pretty similar to this year just seeing how things go and Danny and Anna are always very much like if I get in a break or if any of us get in a break you always if you you always trust yourself and you try go for yourself if you can so there's always they always talk about good opportunities for yourself um so yeah well maybe I might have one of those and maybe get good results but I I always quite like working for my team anyway so but for now, I guess it's Christmas is in front of you now. Is that you spending yeah. it with your family in Scotland? Yeah, yeah, which is quite nice to come home, see my family. Although a few weeks with your family definitely makes you realise that you're very excited to go and start racing again. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, also because I moved away. So I was in Manchester for two years. So I lived away from home. And when you live away from home and then you come back, it's a bit like, oh, I want to move again. So maybe trying to hope move out to Spain at some point this year. Okay. But I'll see because visas and residency is not the easiest at the minute. Yeah. But thanks, Brexit, yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of <laughs> fucked us all up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just bit- so, you, so you're based at your parents in Scotland at the moment. That's how you train. At the moment, yeah. So, I, yeah. I think it's been a few months I've just moved out of Manchester so back home but then also when the season was started I was barely in one place for one time so it was quite nice to be home for a while and see my family and have nice Christmas dinner cooked for you which is always nice. Will you be digging into the chocolates or are you on the regime? Definitely. Oh excellent good to hear it chocolates i've just been baking i've just made a chocolate babka oh nice which is like a, in a rich dough filled with chocolate and butter so definitely having a nice christmas food 
Excellent. That sounds amazing. I'm hungry now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, I think that's it. I won't keep you any longer. We've covered quite a bit there, I reckon. So it just leaves me to say thanks for your time. Um, And it's been really nice talking to you. Um, And enjoy Christmas. Enjoy that babka. It sounds delicious. Thank you. Um, Have a nice Christmas as well. Thank you. Um, And good luck for next season. I'm sure we'll probably cross paths again at some point. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you very much. Mm